to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. And this week, we tried to follow the critical path and kind of failed. Well, yeah, one of us completely failed. <laughs> All right, and, we'll see. We'll and see it's then. not you, Luke. Yeah, I, it, was, it was interesting doing that. But first, let's just uh, see, what have you been playing this past fortnight, Tony? Has it just been Fallout 4 full ball? Exclusively. Exclusively, yes. nothing just else. Fallout, nothing else, just Fallout nothing 4. Nothing else. Wow, very dedicated. Yeah. Really yeah. got into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just had one little side thing I wanted to do before jumping onto the Critical Path, as yeah. we said last episode, yeah. and it took me all freaking fortnight. I don't know how many hours. I think it was 22 hours or something it's taken me to do this. Well, tell us stuff from the beginning, Tony. Where did this little distraction come from? So Nick Valentine yes. decided that I was his best mate just before we did our last episode. Oh, okay. And I think he, I've had one conversation with Nick so far. Yeah. Yep. And so he decided he was going to give me his personal quest. And I thought, okay, well, that can't be too hard to do his personal quest. So oh, I'll just do his personal quest and then I'll get back onto the critical path. Needless to say, I finished Nick Valentine's personal quest on Saturday morning and that was the last time I played Fallout 4. So Jeez. Yeah, it okay. took me two weeks to do it's lots of dicking about. Okay. And I've so gone up five levels. In the oh. meantime, of dicking about doing his quest. Really? So it's not like you it's got not stuck like doing just something. Just pop over here and do this. No, it's okay. everyone who's done it knows what I'm talking about. All right. It's the tour of the Commonwealth. Oh, wow. Okay, so definitely hold off until you've unlocked a bunch of quick travel points to bounce around really easily. Yeah. Would be yeah. better. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good tip. Good tip. And it's not just that <laughs> the combat was harder as well because okay. I was going south. And oh. you know, the further south you go, the harder it gets. And. Yeah, and then also because I didn't have quick travel points, I was then finding interesting things as I was going and then filling up my inventory and filling up Nick's inventory. And then, of course, I had to go. I had to limp along until I found a travel point. Yep. So then I could fast travel back, drop off all my junk and fast travel forwards again. Yep. Because I just can't leave stuff lying around. I am incapable of doing it. (laughs) I've now got to the point where I can leave bottles and cigarette packets and I can leave that stuff lying around. But when people are dead and they've got weapons and armor, I find it very hard. Well, now now it's been pointed out to me what the weapons benches and the armor benches are for all throughout the world. Every now and then I can find one and then decraft, what is it? Deconstruct, not decrafting, yeah. Well, it's not deconstructing Scrap. either. So I've also learned that you and I are really bad at remembering names. Yeah, we're terrible. As we've been pointed out terrible. in some of our comments. Yeah, yeah, well, definitely. And, and I thought it wasn't true, but now I've paid more attention than we are. We're bloody we're terrible. terrible with names. Terrible. Actually, yeah. I actually made a very good point of going and finding out what the uh, – uh, let me see here. Uh, um, I don't need to actually even say it. A Mirlurk? A Mirlurk? A Mirlurk. Mirlurk. Mirlurk, yeah. I keep calling them Murlocs it's like in a my U- head. Yeah, it's like a Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yes. Excellent. A Yao Guai. Okay. Yao Guai. It's a yeah. Yao Guai. And Nick actually calls it a Yao Guai too. Oh, does he? I okay. actually got him to say, oh, look, it's a Yao Guai. And oh, I went, right. oh, there you go. That's, that's how you say it. That's, you know? say it. that's probably half the problem. I need someone to pronounce yeah, it for me so I can look it. it in my head. Because I would just, mur- I, I type Murloc into my notes and I'm like, Pretty sure it's not a Murloc. That would I'm be pretty IP sure that's where they got the name from. It's from <laughs> Just they made a change because yeah, they, they are kind of bit. similar to Murloc-y. Yeah, 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 definitely. But anyway, so now yeah. I occasionally deconstruct all that stuff, break it down. Salvage, is it salvage? It's X. You press the button X on the controller anyway. And it turns so into screws and yeah, yeah, leather. Okay. and yeah, So I do that. But then So you can d- 
do, just, and that frees up a lot of weight. You can do that from a certain bench somewhere. It, yeah, Is you that... can do it from any uh, any weapons bench or any armor bench that you find in the wild. Like I never knew what they were really for. Okay. And now I I'm guessing it's so you can, you can... deconstruct all this stuff and then you that can makes carry a lot, more. Because I don't need all that. You can't. Something that's not really worth it. It was well, at the start, but I didn't find like getting you know drop a whole bunch of stuff off and you get like a hundred caps doesn't really seem. No, well I no I'm now getting such good gear that it's each individual piece is worth fifty caps. So okay, I'm now getting some good good loot and I'm saving up to buy level three shops in my town and they're like two thousand caps. So I'm oh, now wow. starting to sell you know cart all the stuff back so I can sell it and that makes a lot more sense. Get the caps so I can build a better town. Because I want to buy some weapons and stuff, and I just don't have the caps to buy any of them. Yeah, more legendary ones. Yeah, yeah. There's some good legendary ones around. Mm, definitely. But yeah, definitely. so that slowed me down doing, and, and of course, cut a long story short, you have to go to at least ten locations to do this. And so, yeah, all right. Three of the locations I had fast travel points to, but the other seven I then had to go and hike to, and then hiking yeah. to them I did all this. So it took me a long time to do yeah. this. And like exploring new areas is not. Easy, because part of part of the the critical path, the, the story one, you have to go like right down to the corner where the nuclear bomb yes. went off. Yeah, that's that's exactly where I'm up to. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that 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 I jumped the power armor and started my charge down there, but you get attacked by people. You get you know you got to go yeah. around this bit here and that, and then you're like, oh, that's not much. I'll just go over that settlement and just you know unlock the fast travel points. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, kind of thing. So just moving around the world is is fairly slow going, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. When you're mm. trying to actually. Go quickly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I had a, a lot of resistance to, to jump back into the game, even though I'm really liking it, because I really didn't want to do the story quests. Ah, uh, you didn't want to just do the critical path. No, not really. I just kind of went, oh, I've got to go on and do the story. It doesn't really, it hasn't pulled, pulled me in. Like no, what I wanted yeah. to, as I, w- I want to go and poke around in all the corners. That's where the game shines. Ah, oh, so actually going and poke. Much. But oh, of course, it, we were going in two completely different directions. It made the podcast kind of hard to do. Yeah, yeah. We no. weren't talking about the same yeah. thing. Yeah, it was just, uh, it was just interesting to go like, oh, why do I not want to play this when I've really been enjoying it? Yeah. Oh, it's because I got to do the story. Well, why, why don't I like the story? And I was like, what, what is about that? And part of it is, I like to love to explore. I love. Jumping into all the little buildings that unlock and yeah. oh, what's all that emergent stuff? These little when you hear a conversation going on or you think, yeah, oh, what's, this, what, what, what's this guy dead here with his dog next to him? What's that all about? Yeah, yeah, like in this building, like why are all the raiders dead? Oh, there's a feral ghoul infestation. Uh, That's why all the raiders are dead, or you know whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, I started thinking more about the story, and I think the part of the reason I don't really care about it is because I don't really care about my son. No. Yeah. As like, a player, yeah. you're not as invested as the character should be. The, my character is like, as a choice of, as a choice of conversation that I made, she's very invested in it, yeah. which I kind of feel is appropriate for her character and who she is and whatnot or how I've made out to be. But for myself, I don't really care. And I thought one of the issues, I think, is you don't get a chance to bond with Sean yeah. at all. And I went back and play, replayed the intro again. Yeah. To see it, and there's a little scene where you got to go help him. He yeah, cries yeah, and stuff. Cuckoos. But yep. you don't even get to carry him into the bolt. Your partner, yeah, carries, carries him into, into the, the bolt. bolt. Yeah, which I know that's kind of for plot reasons, but you could have yeah. handed him over at some point. At least had to, like maybe carry the baby and then Something. like defend him against like someone who's trying to, you know, 
do something yeah, crazy, crazy or woman. something. Let me or, take the baby. Yeah, I, I, what, what I think of is in um, in Mass Effect Three, you have that scene where you leave Earth and there's a young child in the vent. And you try to get him to come out. Yeah, yeah. And then you, yeah. you sort of see him leave, and obviously Horns Shepard, yeah. you know, he, he couldn't help the child and things. Yeah. There's nothing like that to really bed you into that. I feel like yeah. I'm just being told you're crazy about your. You love your yeah, son. You love and, your son, you know, and you want him back. Yeah, so I'd be curious of other people if it's because I'm not a parent that I don't have that intrinsic kind of life experience to, to gel to it. Yeah. But I don't feel that's the case because I've got nieces and nephews and no, people well, that, that I care it, about. That's, it's you know. interesting you say that because one of my friends who is a parent, hmm. um, there's a – I can't remember what the game I think I think it might be Homefront Revolution and hmm. there's a sequence right at the start where they like – Execute the guy's kid in front of him, oh. and my friend who's a parent said he had he didn't play the game from that. He just stopped playing the game at that point because he was wow. so impacted, yeah, by that yep. sequence. And I can, yeah. So maybe people that are parents, and and if this is true to you, please write in and yeah, let us know. Always happy to hear. Are more invested in the Sean story. I'm myself. The story is not gripping and interesting enough to be the vehicle that carries the game. I'm in exactly the same boat. Yeah, I had completely even forgotten before. Um, the guy with the scar. Kellogg. Here I am with names again, Kellogg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd completely forgotten that's what I was actually there for until the Kellogg stuff came up. I went, oh, that's right. Um, that's, that all happened at the start. I'd completely yeah. forgotten all of that. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as I was doing the story, I like I went past the um, the the state building and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I want to poke building. around. Wanna, yeah, that looks interesting. Just, just a quick just a quick diversion. Quick it's fine. It's fine. I'll, I'll get through enough story for the podcast. It'll be fine. I'm just going to go in there and so I, I went through and – Run through that, which is a cool little um, multi-staged um, building kind yeah. of thing, and I love these little puzzle boxes that they've created. That you go yeah. inside, you got to like work your way through, and there was a lift there, and I'm like, I can hear those guys upstairs. Okay, I'm gonna have to like go down and around, yeah. and um, I don't know. I I, I just. I want to just keep doing those. Just yeah, that's more fun. And I can see though that as I started going to Diamond City because I went, I got Nick unlocked from last yeah. podcast. I, I did the conversation with him and then had to go up. Oh, I had to go to the train station and then yeah. go into Vault One One Four and do that part of it. Yep. And I started to go through Diamond City and I'm like, unlock location, 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 location. I'm like, yeah, if I just did those, I would never get through no, any of the story so before many. next week. I've really got to. Yeah, there's so many there, so aren't there? Stacks. And, yeah. and like, I'm like looking at my map going, okay, so you've, you're kind of on the top section. There's a lot of, you know, probably explored most of that. But then looking like that's only like one third. Yeah. And as it goes down, Diamond City's obviously got extra stuff packed into it because it's a city. Yeah. You know, and the bottom, I don't even know what's at the bottom. There could be like twice as much again. Like there is. Acts of yeah. content, yeah, and none of the puzzle box. Were, I don't know, but you know what they're what the, what, you know, what they're actually supposed to be called in the game. But I call them a puzzle box. You know, I don't know how many of them. Like none of them have been boring. They've all been interesting locations, and an interesting kind of little bit of a side story. Like the Massachusetts yeah. State Building had the um the internal office conflict with you know all terminals like yeah yeah Daniel it's- liked Sarah maybe it was probably the wrong name and Sarah but Sarah was going out with Frankie but Frankie's an alcoholic yeah, and everyone yeah, thinks Daniel's a dickhead and you know it's always like just little little stories the story is great there. but occasionally it breaks uh, like these little internal ones well particularly stuff that relies on in game so stuff that's completely enclosed in the terminals that's fine yeah but let me give you the example I'm thinking of yeah I. Rocked up to. I'm doing Nick Valentine's thing, and you got to go to all the police stations. And I rocked up to one police station, and there's this guy 
called I think it's called Andy. I think his name might be. I'm terrible with names again. I'm admitting it now. I'm terrible with names. And he's freak, this guy's freaking out. And there's a corpse at his feet. And I looked at the corpse at his feet, and it's exactly the same uh, model. <laughs> and so I looted him, and he was a synth. He yeah. had synth parts. So I thought, what the hell is that all about? And I went online to find out what it's all about. And you're actually supposed to find them in a standoff. And you are supposed to work out which one of them is a synth. Ah, oh, bugger. But a Brotherhood of Steel patrol had just gone in ahead of me, uh, and the Brotherhood of Steel instantly knew which one was a synth and killed the synth. So that, I mean, they put so much effort into this stuff, and then they've got this wandering mechanic, so the world's not always the yeah, same, and that's a specific instance risk. where it was completely broken. Mm. The Brotherhood of Steel guys had killed the synth, so I missed that whole bit. I like that and I don't at the yeah. same time. I appreciate that. That again, the world's a living this, world. Yeah. Yeah, that's yep. nice. But but I also bummed that I because I, I wanna I'm looking I'm looking forward to trying that out. I do like those puzzles of like you, you see them all over the place, like, oh who killed the guy, you know, here yeah, are the clues, yeah. you gotta work out who's yeah, lying, clues, kind of thing, yep. you know. That's um that's always a fun little little uh, trope to play through kind of thing. What am I saying there? Take on it. Ah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably more at least it doesn't feel static. It does no, feel it dynamic no, stuff, yeah, the world you know? never feels mm. static. That's true, but uh, that, uh, that's not the only instance. I've come across several instances where, where things... something is clearly supposed to play out a certain way, but I've come in at the end of it. Yeah, and I've also had people have fallen off bridges. Cool, they were clearly supposed to be at the top of a bridge. Yeah, but their body's dead at the bottom of the bridge, yeah. and the rest of the story yeah. is up at the top of the bridge. So there's some dogs. This is the one I was talking about before. One dog's gone rabid and killed its master, and the other two dogs have died trying to defend its master. But the two dogs that died defending it and had fallen off the bridge oh. and so we're down on the bottom of the bridge and then like three da- three real g- days later I don't know how many game days later I was walking past on the bridge and then found that oh this is related to those two dead dogs I, I found saying, hey, down there. there you go and so then again I looked it up on the internet to find out what was actually supposed to happen mm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah interesting so there's yeah I guess it's just the yeah pros and cons of having this sort of yeah organic yeah. I think I'm trying to think if I've come across any examples where it's broken. I think I've come across one, but it doesn't spring to mind how it was broken. Yeah. Like that. But, okay. Uh, yeah. So I, yeah, talking about the, the following the, the critical class story. Path. So I, the one I left last week, I just unlocked Nick. Um, okay. I had to go and get him from yep, the, from the vault, from the, yeah, from Unlikely the subway vault, the vault there. Yeah. That's it. Um, and like, uh, this was great. Dog meat. You got to make dog meat track yes. down Kellogg, right? And you go through the place. Best leader follower mechanics in any game ever. When when I ran fast, dog meat ran fast. When I went slow, dog meat went slow. He always stayed in front of me. He always showed me which way to go. Yeah. It, I didn't have to feel like I had to trudge along at some yeah, awkward yeah. pace as I go yeah. behind him. You're like, ah, just spot on double A plus ticks for me because that stuff always is the worst. Yeah, I always feel so immersion breaking that, that you know, it's like, why can't you just do a pace with me? You know, yeah. he does it. Brilliant. Love that. I lost my notes. Oh my God. <laughs> Did you give Nick Valentine a screwdriver? No. No, I didn't. So oh, what I nearly spoiled for you. Damn. Do you want me to tell you? Or are you gonna no, go I'm going to, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm going to write a note right now. Yeah. Nick. Um, Put a screwdriver in his inventory. Oh, okay, yes. I knew there was something. It's just was, lots of wonderful touches that they've gone to so much effort. Or maybe this, actually, that was a point I can say before with the story. The main 
maybe it's not the main story, like the actual content of it, but the way it's presented or the way they make you feel about the characters is not great. Yeah, it plays just the, like any normal, any, any other normal game. Yeah, yeah. but the, the the laid in, the bedded in story in the terminals and in these little interactions and things that you have is really cool. Yeah. The way that you sort of discover it is excellent. Um, and then uh, more flair, like the history bot outside the station yes, was to great. Protect John. Yeah. And like, I haven't gone back and actually listened to all the conversation yet, but just even the bits that I heard and the recordings he played, I'm like, this is really cool. This is like, the, in the Boston Park. Yeah. Yeah. In the Boston yeah, Park there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a projector. Yeah. 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 That's very cool. And, and I, re- I didn't realize mm. that it actually, it's all American history. It's all in there. I'd, so it is real. Yeah, like that's real all things. stuff that really happened. Yeah, <sighs> it really I, I, is. Talk about a battle. I'm like, I can't look that at battle up and yeah, see if that's no, a real one. And they weaved it in. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. all the stuff that really happened. It's really good that they've actually embedded it. I mean, yep. it's unusual because usually these game worlds aren't Earth. No, not, not normally. So all they don't, can't embed it in real Earth history. But yeah, that's yeah. kind of really cool that it is. I like oh, that. I like it. So I, want, I would now want to know more about the geopolitical situation they ended up with them nuking each other. Like who nuked who uh, for what reason and... Uh, well, I found like I found the answer to that. Who nicked who first? I found the answer to that in a terminal, oh. just just randomly yeah. out in the place. Ooh, no, man. no, it's in a it's in a scripted quest. Oh, okay, it's in a scripted Good. quest. Good. Looking forward terminal. to that. That'll be yeah. excellent. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because I'm enjoying finding little bits and pieces about. Yeah, what the whole the whole and, story getting played out. Yeah, I think yeah. when you do Kellogg's memory sequence. Yes, have you done that? I have a, done, yes. You hear the radio and they talk about the new California alliance. Obviously, yes. that's, that's post-war, but yep. hearing about that stuff was was really interesting as well. Um, and the Vault 114 was great with its crazy social experiment, putting the rich people with the poor people yes. and different social demographics. That would have been, a yes. fan, that would have been like a, a reality TV show vault. Yeah. You know, you take the rich and the poor people together and we'll see, see what yeah. happens. Well, well the, the poor person was in charge. Cra- completely crazy poor person was in charge. Yeah, that was the anarchist. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell me to wear pants. I don't have to wear pants. That would have just been... And apparently, I didn't uh, find it, but apparently there's a skeleton that has a shirt on and a, like an overseer's key or something and no pants. <laughs> so he didn't uh, wear pants. He didn't wear pants. He died in the vault with no pants wow. on. Wow. That's excellent. Yeah. Uh, I dig it. I dig it. That was really cool. It's a cool social experiment. Um, I also like the way that you... In, in, in the end of that vault there, you have a standoff with you, your partner, and Nick... Are there at the yeah. end of the of the vault? Of the and vault. You, yeah, you yeah. Face off against four four guys who yeah. are the yep. come the, the name of the people, whatever. Yep. The trigger um, men. The trigger men. Yep. Yep. And trigger men is that okay? Sidebar. Trigger men is that the name of a faction or is that just the generic word for a bad? It's the name guy? of the faction. So the nineteen forties <sighs> gangster yep. guys, the henchmen yep. of that gang, are called trigger men. And so it's the guy then at the end that I killed. He's well, the I head of that, that of that gang. faction. Yeah, because I broke into some warehouses in in um in Good Neighbor. Okay. Um, and in there is a bunch of trigger men. Yeah. And I couldn't decide if they were just the name of the fat way. Well, yeah. What my question was anyway. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Good to no, know. No, yeah, they're they're the henchmen for that yep. that gang. I should have taken over the gang. I could have had all that warehouse goods for free. Yeah. I think I can loot them because Nick doesn't like it when you steal things. No, he doesn't. <laughs> it's like you take someone else back there, he doesn't <laughs> give a shit because I'm going to loot those warehouses out. Stupid trigger men. Um, I, the conversation, the way you can take, like, when you're in a conversation, the camera yeah. sort of tracks in yeah. and you can shake yourself out of the conversation. Yes, you can. And so in that, in that, um, in that conversation, I went and hid myself behind a pillar. 
So I was kind of in between Nick and the bad guys because yeah. I knew this was, was going to go. So I got my flamer out and I hid behind it. And then it cut the girl asked you a question like, oh, who's yeah, this yeah. lady here? Yeah. And it just stopped. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it does. It and I poked my head out around this post. And you saw and like, Ding, it's and like, the hey. And then continued. Come, yeah. Like, oh, that's, it knew that the character who was supposed to talk couldn't see me yeah. and therefore wouldn't talk to me. Yep. Kind of thing. Although that was a really nice mm-hmm. little. Some of them even also say stuff like "Don't walk away from me. I'm still talking to you." Yeah, yeah. I was waiting. I was waiting for them to say, "Hey, back off" or something like that yeah. kind of thing. Because soon as I started fighting, I stepped out of the post and just flamed them all. It was really satisfying. So you killed them. I see. I didn't kill them. Yeah, I, I talked my way. I did out it like that. three or four times. I think I tried a bunch of different tactics. options and okay. tactics. I tried to yeah. get her to just go home but she wouldn't have a bar of it. Oh, I didn't have enough charisma, yep. I suppose, to make a convincer of that. Yeah. I managed to make him run away once, but that's not what my character does, so I went uh, back so to the dead again and yeah, flamed yeah. him all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I had a fight, and then I went, oh, let me see if I can, because it is quite quite good in this one to sort of see what Yeah, it is interesting to see all the different outcomes, and you don't want to play through the whole game again. <laughs> oh, I think so I'm going much. to, after we finish the podcast, I think I am going to. Just give Start it. again, play much more of a combat-oriented character at the start so I can have an easier time getting through the combat at the start. And see what other stuff you can now, discover. Because now that I'm in my mid-20s levels, I have actually been buying all the combat feats. Yep. And it is making combat easier, so it would have nah. been much easier if I had this all along from the start. Because yep. I didn't really need all that charisma stuff right at the start. No, I probably need it a bit later on yeah. now that you're hitting in the, like these yeah. conversations that we're hitting at the end of these little Yeah, but it didn't need so much at the start. Yeah, so that was that was cool. I just I liked. I, I do appreciate again how much effort they've put into just always keeping you present. Yeah, in and the that world. Nick, Nick and the the boss. And we're going to get into so much trouble. I don't remember what the <laughs> yeah. boss's name is. But and they've got a history and they chat about yes. old times. Yeah, yeah and you can good. quiz them about old times and try to get a bit more info yeah, about what that. happened yeah, and stuff. I think that was really awesome. And the thing that's freaked me out only recently yeah. is that so much of the stuff that I did at the start is actually linked. Oh, further on yeah cool like I found the gang that was trying to kill Preston Garvey at oh, the start of the game okay yep. I found the gang and they're complaining that he let that this guy let them go awesome yeah so there's they've actually linked stuff that you you know stuff that you thought is completely encapsulated yeah, yeah that's yeah. fine I'm happy with that they've actually then linked it to something else later that's, on that's really cool so there's yeah there's a lot of depth to the <laughs> I found the uh, Voltec Salesman, yes, as a okay. ghoul, he was quite salesman. good. Yeah, yeah, yes. that was a great little scene. Yeah, nice felt touch. Bit, man, I, that was one where I was like, "Wow, you lived through two hundred years of that. That's yep. a long time, and that's a lot of shit you've seen over those years." Oh my god! Yep. That so was, you would be really yeah. freaked out by the kid in the fridge, then? Oh, kid in the fridge! Kid in the fridge. Which? There's a fridge. Yeah, and there's a kid in it. Oh. And he's been in there for 200 years. So a lot of people have complained that it completely breaks the the you know mythology of the world. Yeah. That ghouls still need to eat and they still need to breathe and still need to do yep. all of that. Yep. But this kid's been stuck in this airtight fridge and that's why he didn't get destroyed by the bombs and the radiation. Yep, but- This kid's been in the fridge for 200 years and you let him out. It's kind <laughs> of- it's a rather kind, it's weird. random it's one, isn't kind it? kind of weird. Yeah. It goes on. It goes on from there. Yeah, but yep. it, is, it is kind of weird. okay. I look after the kid in the fridge, yeah. eh? Kid in the fridge. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Lots of good um, set pieces as yes. well. They're, even though, yeah. like, it's which kind of 
lens it that you don't realize it's a set piece until it's after it's done kind of thing. Because after I did Fort... Oh, I've forgotten the name. God. Where Kellogg is, whatever the, the yep. fort is where Kellogg's at the basement and you come out of there and the Brotherhood of Steel unlocks. Yes. And then yes. But when I came out of the out of the roof, um, I don't know if it's always like this, but it was a bright sunny day and I heard the... Yes. the yeah, the thing, big... I looked the up and then it's kind of like my eyes looking. It's kind of, I can't see what's going on because it's so bright. And then all of a sudden, the resolves of this, yeah, you know, massive airship, airship. and you're just like, yeah. oh, oh, this is not good. This is not good. You know, kind of like it really like uh, I don't know what the word is. Like, or you're just like, wow. I guess by that stage, you've kind of got a just on a handle on what technology levels things are like most yeah. people don't have access to like clean water yeah hey, these guys are running around i mean the synth obviously running around these shoots obviously like got their super sci-fi stuff yeah. going on but like there's this airship which is very relatable i suppose as opposed to like a, a, a android kind of thing yeah and they're flying around this place like they're like gods you know kind yep. of thing yeah uh, that was really good set piece i really enjoyed that uh, was it sunlight for you as well? Was it yeah. daytime as well? Yeah, so they must glaring, have set that up. Glaring sunlight when okay, you come so out. It's yeah. designed to be that way. Yeah, I think so. I didn't pick that up until afterwards and so I was thinking about it and I'm like, oh, I bet that's a whole a whole set piece there, yeah. not just something that randomly happened kind of thing. Yeah. Um, mm, 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 yeah, just getting back to the ghoul salesman. Mm, I, oh, yes. I did like Sorry, the way yeah. that, yeah, he, he, just like you said, he'd been there for 200 years and he was just kind of so relieved to meet someone from before and someone yes. that he could suddenly relate with. And yes. Yeah, that someone was who nice, remembers it. It was nice, you know. Yeah, and it was impactful as well, I thought. I think so. Yeah. I certainly felt that crushing weight of all that time, all the things he had to go through in order to survive, to to turning into a ghoul. Yeah. Like I don't pretty much happens over a period of time kind of thing. Like that's nothing. I think it's – so I'm not quite sure how it works, but from the snippets I've got is that there's a, like a genetic – abnormality in humans and the radiation doesn't kill them the exposure to radiation turns them into ghouls it ghoulifies them so I think only a very small percentage of the population it will happen to yep. and it's it's over time but quite quickly like normally you would die from radiation poisoning in like one or two months yep. but instead of dying from radiation poisoning in one or two months they start turning into a ghoul in one or two months so yep. okay. I think it's quite a relatively fast process okay yep, yep. but yeah and the people so there's people that it happens to when they they're fine, yep, and they just basically who they were, but a ghoul. Okay, and then there's the ones that go mad, and they're the feral ghouls, mm. the ones that are just it's too much, and they lose their mind, and I they wonder revert to that feral state. I wonder if it's damage, brain damage, or if it's just like a like a, like a mental condition that happens because you kind of you're. You've got no home. You know, yeah, yeah, you're turning yeah, into a yeah. ghoul. You're, you're living just, out. It's all too much. You, you just, just go feral, yeah. like that kind of that, which is yeah. even sadder, really. Yeah. Than it just than it messing with your brain itself. Mm. Feral ghouls. You got to block them with a sword and then cut the head off. Oh uh, well, yeah, if you're a melee character, mm. yeah, yes, yeah. yes, definitely. I'm not very good at blocking, so uh, it takes a bit of practice. That's yeah. for sure. I still miss most of mine, but yeah. it is very satisfying when you block it and then you parry and yeah. boom, <laughs> take the head off. Yes, yes, you hit the comp, the critical so hit. That actually segues in quite nicely to a point I wanted to make. Yeah. Is the I remember we're talking about the Andromeda style weapon brackets. Remember that? A couple of episodes ago, I was saying I was level nine and I wasn't getting anything good. Yeah. And I level 10, so I started getting stuff good. Yeah. So I'm now level 25. Mm. So I think I'm deep in the middle of a gear bracket and I've got a sniper rifle and I've got gun nut level three, I think it is now. So I've 
tweak this sniper rifle as good as it can get. Mm. And there was a while there where this sniper rifle was the boss. Okay. I had no problems killing stuff with this sniper rifle. It was really good. Now, I've tweaked it up. So it's heaps more tweaked up than it was when I first got it, but it's actually not keeping pace with me. So have you found the same thing with the melee weapons? Uh, I can't tell about melee weapons because I just keep using General Chow. It seems to still be doing Yeah, okay. So maybe that, maybe that is scaling with you, whereas my, I don't think my sniper well, rifle is scaling a, with me. It's a legendary weapon. I don't know if they're different than non-legendaries, if that makes a difference. Yeah. Mine's um, not legendary. Mine's but, just a sniper rifle. Yeah. I've With weaponry, I've found that if it's not legendary, it doesn't rate against the ones I already have, and I just don't use them. Oh, so okay. I haven't used. Well, any- I'm not finding legendary weapons that are the weapons I want to use. So. Uh, maybe I'm lucky. Yeah. Mostly, it's the combat shotgun and yeah. the and. So you know, I haven't found any shotguns. I haven't found any sniper rifles. I found I the found- crank musket, which I don't like using that crank musket because yeah. I'm not accurate enough. So I always yep. miss those shots. I just but found I found a lots rifle. of armor, heaps of legendary armor pieces. Okay. Yep. Heaps. I've got. Oh, I've got a few more than you. Then I think I've got. Um, I definitely got a sniper rifle picked up yesterday. Okay, which will be interesting to try that out. And I've got, I think maybe like a, um, an assault rifle as well, legendary. Oh, yeah, that yeah. yeah, I don't use because it doesn't really seem to be very accurate or anything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for the armor pieces, I think I'm now fully kitted out with legendary gear. Yeah. Uh, and maybe have a couple of pieces left over that I'm not using because they're not the, the, the extra abilities aren't matched up yet, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but I definitely. Yeah, I've de- I've definitely found that non-legendary just don't do enough damage, and I'm have, just keep falling back. Have on the, you found the children of the atom yet? Yeah, I found them when I went to did the. Um, yeah, so their the gamma story. guns are pretty brutal, and they're not legendary weapons. Oh, okay. They're rubbish against synths, yep. but against the raiders and other stuff that just melt just them. Melt them. Yeah, because they're highly radioactive. Yeah, so you just not even doing the hit points. You're just making their whole hit point but go red. Uh, okay. I didn't kill any of them, so I didn't pick up any guns or uh, anything. Yeah, see, I killed them with my sniper rifle, got them in the head, and they died. <laughs> Why'd you kill them? This is the poor ad. They just like uh, worshiping. They were, fighting, they were fighting a gunner. Okay. And a um, guy with a Brahmin who got caught in the crossfire. Oh, uh, yeah. So they were all hostile to the guy with the Brahmin, so I protected the guy with the Brahmin and killed the children of the Adam and got their gamma guns. Cool. And then- Tried their gamma guns out and went, Whoa, these okay, are powerful. Yeah. And saw that I had twelve ammunition for them. Damn it. Okay, well I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna keep using these. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that sucks. Uh I'm yeah, I don't know. I'll have to keep playing more. I'm only like level 19, 20. Okay. Maybe twenty. Yeah. Uh so a few behind you, you I don't know. See at level nineteen twenty, my gun was still really good. Yeah, I'll see but how now it goes. five levels later, um yeah, I'm starting to find um the giant-sized creatures. Yep. So death claws, I can take down get death claws. So I'm happy with it with death claws. Yeah, all right. But you know, stuff that I was taking down before. Hmm. Oh, and it's not consistent either. Like there'll be a pack of gunners, hmm. and I'll headshot three of them, and they die with a single headshot. And then the third one that's not legendary, and still seems to just be a gunner, he'll take five headshots to kill. So I'm not quite sure what's going on. So obviously, some of the enemies are. Different Call levels things. and yeah, but. yeah. All right, I do have one gripe with the armor though, and like I, it's just it's not. It it goes against the whole game and the way it tries to keep you in the game all the time, kind of thing. Yeah. But I want to glamour or change the look of my armor to be other pieces. Oh to yeah, keep the stats. Yeah, because I got the most ugliest, stupidest looking helmet. 
I haven't found anything else to replace it. <laughs> but I hate it. And I don't want to wear it, but... But it's got the best stats. Yeah. And like I picked up Kellogg's outfit, yeah. which is really cool looking and I'd love to run around in it, but yeah. you can't equip outside armor pieces to it. And yeah, I know. that, And that's hard to tell which things you can equip outside armor to and which outfits, ones you can't. then yeah. you can't. And then oh, just, if it's an outfit, you can't. That's what I think it is. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm using a BOS uniform yep. and that has pieces over top yep. of it, but the Kellogg's outfit... You can't put the armor on. So yeah. I find that really... I don't know. It feels a bit arbitrary that you can't do yes. outfits yes. or something, you know, and or I which one are... Well, I want you to have that wasteland look. It doesn't want you to look cool. I want you to look mismatched. But, like, I want to use a flight helmet, right, instead of this yeah, mining helmet it thing. it takes off your glasses and it takes off your neck piece. It takes off all your other head pieces, doesn't it? Because I've uh, got a helmet and a bandana and sunglasses... And I put oh. the flight helmet on and took off my bandana and my sunglasses. I didn't know you could wear bandanas and sunglasses as different pieces yeah, of yeah, armor yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. Man, I'm yeah. missing out apparently. Because I could be wearing. Yeah, so I feel like you end up, you know, stat stacking because you put on extra bits of pieces yeah. because it's better stats as opposed to what, what it looks like. looks like. Yeah. And that's kind of. I know it does go against the game, but I'm kind of like, I just want a better look at helmet. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Even if I thought maybe even in like. You could. You want you your Mylurk omelette and eat it too. Sorry. You want your Mylurk omelette and eat it too. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, why can't I craft something better? Like make a crafting station where you can, you know, Get you build something. Smithing. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe it's a. Maybe you could do it later on a later level. I anyway, don't know. I don't know. Uh, it was just one thing. I'm just like sick of this helmet. I want something new. I'm sick of looking at it. I might have to just change it and just deal with the stat drop. Yeah, I haven't upgraded my armor for right Now you point that out, I haven't upgraded my armor for ages. I've upgraded my weapons uh, much more than my armor. Yeah, I've just been putting on the legendary pieces as I picked them up. Yeah. Mostly has been what I've been doing. Yeah, so. and I haven't got any levels in blacksmith, so I can't even make the armor better. Yeah, I've pretty much just been starting up um, locksmithing and hacking. Yeah. Um, rifleman and the melee yeah. version of that, yeah. as well as like gun nut. And the and the other other crafting ones that I'm I can all craft, over the shop. I've got stuff from everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I picked up the extra ammo scrounger, and as it's correctly called, I've, as I've been informed, <laughs> and uh, extra money monies. Yes, I got the extra money monies, but that's sad. The only way you can be a, build the level three shops is to have level two money monies. Oh, okay. Big sale. Oh, okay. What's it called? I, I, Cap collector, something like that. I, there's so many packs, man. I, don't know. Yeah. I just looked like look at the little icon man. So that's, that's the one yeah. I want. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I haven't done any of the other ones. I want to do maybe some sneaking and stuff at some point, but I, I feel that those ones are the most important right now to get them up enough yeah. so that because maybe my weapons are keeping pace with me because I keep putting stuff into rifleman. Yeah, that's the other thing. I haven't then, done any damage yeah. increasing ones. That's very that rifleman is very misleading as well because it, that works for shotguns as well as it's anything that's not anything automatic a shot. Yeah, yeah kind of yeah. thing which I. Because again, the instruction on this game are not great as well. Like the help no, and like yeah. letting you know how it goes is not it's definitely not, not great. Feel like yeah. it, and I really don't want to get stuck in the hole of looking everything up online. Yeah, you know, I do that enough with like with Final Fantasy being an MMO. You just you kind of have to do that, and it just gets tedious after yeah. a while. I want it just to be in the game. So yeah. Oh well, just pick the wrong thing. Yeah, I pick lots of the wrong things. <laughs> yeah. I feel lots of the wrong things. But like I'm twenty persistent. charisma. Yeah, well, only 10, charisma. <laughs> but that hasn't been wrong. It's allowed me to get some really cool stuff from having Yeah, I bet there's some great conversation things that I wanted yeah. to pick. Not even if I didn't pick it, I wanted to go down that path and see what I could yeah. get people to do. would have been great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the other thing I noticed 
when I started doing those, those quests with Nick around Diamond City yep. is how big Diamond City is. It's not that big, but it feels huge. It feels, that's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. It's, it is definitely not, obviously, scale to a big city, but it it feels big because you can't see too far. Yeah, you can't map the whole thing in your head. head. That's what I've the, found. The roads, the way the roads are constructed feels yeah, well, it's natural. it's all a baseball diamond. Yeah. What do you mean? Like It's all a baseball diamond. Oh, yeah, sorry, not not so much not so much sorry, not so much Diamond City itself, but like that surrounding Boston oh, right. area yeah, kind okay. of thing. Diamond City yeah. is very cool too. Like it's it's Yeah, the baseball stadium. Stadium, yeah, 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 definitely. But just walking around the city, like the roads are cafeteria sections that have some curves yeah. in it, you know, yeah. and, they, and then you'll find a super mutant hold up that's clearly oh, designed for man. super mutants. And then you'll find a Diamond City security patrol walking around. Yeah, yeah. And whenever you go into Super Mutant Lair, you know you're going to walk into a door at some point and on a slab is going to be a human carving up for dinner kind of oh. thing. And I'm always like, oh, you always got to eat the human. Where's the dinner? Where's the and dinner? you start looting the bags of meat and you're like, ah, oh, do, do I have to loot it? There's such good stuff in the bags of meat. I know, meat. that's why I keep looting them. But I feel dirty every time I do it. A shower afterwards. Yeah. Oh, super mutants. They're creepy eyes. But yeah, it's it feels big and it feels like you get lost in it. Yeah. Like a real city. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I did a did a really good job with that. And I just I always want to poke around. It oh. really. You get that feeling. I just want to poke, even though it's so blooming dangerous. Yeah. I'd hate to play this game on survival mode. Oh, the hardcore yeah. survival mode where when you're dead, you're pretty much dead. I was reading a story about someone who tried to do. A survival mode on the hardest difficulty level, maybe. Or survival mode all... is the hardest difficulty, I think. Isn't yeah, it? but I think you can make oh, it on harder. insanity difficulty. Okay, yeah, yeah. And at one point, Preston Garvey went aggroed on him and decided to start killing him for some oh. reason. Like, the game bugged out wow. for some reason, okay. and so he had this like three day journey of trying to stay in front of Nick and uh, keep because all you do is shoot him until he like drops to the ground, and then yeah, he yeah. would run away. Yep. Kind of thing. Um, yep. I think you can't use fast travel points no, in whatever you can't. it is. Fast travel points, you have to eat, you have to drink, and you have to sleep. Yeah. 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 So I think eventually what he had to do was he built uh, a tower up with staircases <laughs> and then deleted one of the bottom staircases uh, so Nick couldn't Nick get couldn't, to him. Uh, Preston, yeah. Uh, so Preston couldn't get to couldn't. him in the end. Yeah, that was hilarious. It's such, such a typical. Um, that would be so annoying, though, because then you've locked out all the Preston Garvey content. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it would have been pretty much impossible with this murderous NPC after you yeah, the yeah. entire time, especially on that mode where you've yeah. got to stop and sleep and, and whatnot. So I think once he slept, the game decided it would reset. Oh, yeah. And, oh, that's what he had to do. What he did was he, he was worried that when he went to sleep, it would teleport Preston up to into him. his area yeah. and he'd still be hostile. Yeah. So he, <laughs> he built a platform, like a one wooden plank out, on, onto a platform, put a bed on the end of it so that if Preston, like, spawned next to him, yeah, he'd, he'd fall, fall down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm like, wow, cool. that's, he obviously knows the game yeah, really yeah, well. Yeah. Like, that was impressive. But, yeah, it would be interesting to try it and see how quickly I died because I would die very quickly, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really good <clears> at that. I mean, he beat it in, like, 20 hours or something like that. Oh, wow. Really, it's, really, it's really quick. really that short. Okay. Yeah, I suppose if you just do the main story and, yeah. and not do anything else and, and know exactly what build you're going to make to... to yeah, uh, you know, I mean, you spend your perks on. Yeah, that'll make a big difference. Big difference, yeah. But that's a, that's a really cool mode. I Yeah, it is. Dig it. Yes. If I didn't have 53 trillion other games that I wanted to play, I would probably give it a go. Yeah, it's always the... Always a trouble. Always a trouble with too many games to play and not enough hours in the day to play them in. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm not going to play though? Battlefront 2. 
you're not going to play better. I don't think so. No. I just um, was reading today about um, it's a <laughs> some uh, so someone had a post on on Reddit about um, the way they're doing the unlocking of special characters like yes, Darth Vader. Yes, yes. and uh, EA made a reply in the comments. It's now the most downvoted post in all of Reddit's history. Really? Yep. What did it, it just, say? Oh, basically that like you know uh, the thrust of what they were saying was that it allows you to have, and it reminds me of what they did. They had a similar thing with Star Wars Zero Republic, like the thrill of the hunt. It gives you like the uh, the idea of progression and and working towards something yeah. kind of thing. Um, uh, they said the thrill of a hunt in Star Wars: The Republic when they brought out these command crates to get loot, and then yeah. you have a, a, a thrill of the hunt of doing the RNG game of loot yeah. boxes. And this one, they said, which we oh, love so much. Your progression is so amazing. You know, you have to work. I mean, something you work towards over all the hours of playing the game, so you feel rewarded at the end of it by unlocking Darth Vader. Yeah. And someone made the point that because so the game has credits that you earn yeah, yeah. and you can spend credits on either the cards yeah. which upgrade your combat abilities yeah, yeah. or you can spend credits on unlocking these characters like Luke Skywalker and okay. Leia and Darth Vader and whatnot yeah. and they made the point that you can spend real money to upgrade your combat abilities yeah. by by buying yeah. loot boxes or yeah, however that part's going to yeah. work and then funnel all of your credits into unlocking characters yeah. as well yeah. so what you're doing again is saying that if you pay, you, you win. win. Yeah, you I mean, still pay to it's win. pay to. It's someone made the point that it's not pay to win; it's pay for progression because you still got to work your way through up to the cards so you can craft the highest tier of cards or yeah, how that yeah. works. Yeah, but still, you're paying for things that give you more advantage in combat if you have the best cards because you've pumped a lot of money in, and then you have the best characters unlocked because all of your credits for playing are going yeah. into that. Yeah then you have a big advantage by spending more yeah. money on the game than you're already paying a $60 game for. Yeah, see, that's what I $100 game. I don't mind that kind of mechanic with a free-to-play game. But when you're already making your money from people having bought the game, I do. Uh, it, unfortunately, it's here to stay, I think. Uh, well, for these big developers like EA, I mean, uh, there was another comment made last week where EA was saying they want these games where they can get a return on investment in perpetuity yeah, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. So they want something that people will keep dumping money into up beyond their initial purchase because then they make more money out of it. Yeah. Which I understand as a as a company yeah, that's what yeah. you do, but as yeah. a gamer it doesn't excite it's, me by no, any stretch. It's not nice. Um, yeah. luckily we still got companies that they're like Project Red. They did The Witcher? Yeah, Project Red. For EA at least, it looks like that's going to be a primary driver for their games going forward. Going forwards. Yeah. Is having something where they can constantly make money. I think Some they've seen what Rockstar the did with GTA 5. Yeah. And how they keep selling their shark cards for for in game money on the GTA online, yeah. and that obviously people keep buying them. And so, what is they it? Do people money? have so much disposable income nowadays, or do they just only buy one game and then just play that one game? There's, well, it comes down to this. You know, not all gamers are the same or play the no, same. Of course, we're one yes. type of gamer where we play lots of different games. We want to hide lots of different experiences, but yeah. there are some people out there like to just play. They just want to get the best at what it is. That what they it do. is, you know, they want to beat everybody else. Yep, yes. and that's it for them. You yeah, know, so okay. that's and yeah. and if you're in your twenties, you've got lots of disposable income going around. You know, yeah. you don't have a mortgage or kids or you know whatever it is. You can spend a couple hundred dollars is not a big deal for them yeah. to spend on a game, you know. Uh, and it's not, I guess, it's probably not that much money anyway if you don't go out and drink, you know. A night on the town might cost you $100, $200 in drinks. Oh, you can spend that on games yeah, instead. Yeah. I'm sure there's a huge, there's obviously a huge 
demographic, I'd say there, that has enough disposable income justified. Even if they, those people move out of that demographic because they yeah, get they married, get, get a house get or whatever or it is, house, you know, yeah. there's another person there's another coming back coming in there. Yeah, and so these games targeted straight at those at those the people. Yeah, and yeah. there's always going to be people with, with too much money and- Not enough you know, sense. That's it. Yeah. Well, well I, I don't know. I just want to be the best. Not, no, I don't think it's fair to say I, not enough sense. I, just I, be, I retract that. That was yeah, an unfair no, statement. But, uh, yeah. Uh, there's certainly some poor choice stuff where people are spending money on things they shouldn't because it's oh, not I've, worth it kind I've of thing. I've done that. Maybe, but, you know. I've got some some of the premium currency for free in some of my free-to-play games. Yes. And I foolishly squandered that free uh, premium uh, currency uh, and regretted careful. it the instant I committed to it. Yep. But I should have saved it. Yeah, because it's gonna come. I'm gonna get some more, and then like uh, six months later, there you have some more. I'm like, yes, finally. Now I could have got the thing that was actually useful. Damn it! But I yes. spent half it already. I might as well waste this lot. Uh, I then did I that. waste that lot as well. I did what did I do that, that for? <laughs> I did that with Forge of Empires, where I unlocked extra slots for combat in one of the really early ages, which you just plow through in like five minutes. And okay. Like, yeah. Oh, I could use crystals to buy. Now I need like. Yeah. 50 crystals to get the next expansion slot and I'm like ah oh, those crystals <laughs> I would have that expansion slot yeah so I haven't mentioned the actually, crystals before even today they had this um this stupid negotiation me- mechanic in it to to unlock the um the guild quest things and it's a mastermind type game so you're gonna give people oh, yeah, one of yeah, five yeah. things and yeah. then they say they like Two it they don't right. or someone else yeah. wants it kind of thing and then I needed I had like two bits left to beat the last stage of, the, of my highest ever one and I'm like Okay, I think I can probably get this one out, but it's going to cost me 10 crystals or 10 diamonds, whatever they are. I'm like, is it worth it? 10? <laughs> I need that expansion. Oh, okay, I'll do it. And I got it. Yes. Uh, so that was okay. Yes. That was a spent. Good investment. Although I got, I then got like the crappiest reward from uh, the chest because it's all loot, loot boxes after you, you get, get it. You could get five to 330 shards for this character. Yeah, yeah. That means you can get five, five shards, shards for this character. character. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like... 50 crystals, which would have been, or 50 diamonds it is, which would have been perfect because yeah. that would have given my expansion slot. Yeah. And then like the rest of it all just rubbish and I got the most rubbish <laughs> the thing. The most rubbish, <laughs> rubbish bit of rubbish there was. Here's a premium uh, population building when you only got over 400 population anyway. No, Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's Makes just sense. the way it goes. But uh, yeah, I think I think that this ongoing, rev- whether the loot boxes yeah. or microtransactions or whatever it turns out to be, it's this well, ongoing yeah, see, thing. I object to that and t- I saw there was a web comic where- <gasps> the comments section started complaining about microtransactions. And like I think – so I personally think like $2 is a microtransaction. Mm. But, you know, twenty nine ninety five that's not a microtransaction. But I th- then this is the, what the comment section was going on about. And I think they said the microtransaction means it's a microtransaction as far as the game is concerned. Yeah. So you're not buying the full game. You're just doing a microtransaction within the game. Oh, okay. I kind of think they've perverted that term a bit. I think, yeah. you know, if it's more than $2, it's not a microtransaction No, it's just anymore. like a purchase. Yeah, it's a purchase. Yeah. Really is. Yeah. And I wonder I – guess, I guess I don't wonder because – the Simpsons tapped out is is the prime example. But what I was going to say is, I wonder if they made them cheaper and more people bought them, if they would make a bigger sales. But the Simpsons tapped out. Apparently, the average Simpsons tapped out user spent a thousand dollars on that game. And I knew fifteen people who played it, and not one of them spent a single dollar on it. Yep. Which means that there was at least one person that spent sixteen thousand dollars on it to make up for the fifteen wow. of us. Yeah. So I guess that's there are the whales who just. Drop currency. So it looks like looks like maybe whale culture has perverted into our triple A triple A hardcore gaming yeah. area kind of thing where you just need a few. And I think what you know what annoys me the most 
about this is with an MMO, you pay your monthly fee and you expect every year to get a big drop of new content to play. Yeah. Or even like, if, I think even Final Fantasy fourteen has put out a big patch and then another patch with more content in it yep. twice this year already. Um, so you're, you're kind of paying for ongoing development of the game. Yeah. Is the idea. Yeah, yeah. But like for GTA Online, they didn't put out any more single player content for it. Yeah. From what I look at what content came out for it, it's not like a lot of new, not a lot of new heists or anything went in. It's just a few new car skins and whatnot. It's like this, they want these, this money without actually having to provide anything in return. And John was the prime example of that. Mm -hmm. They still had the multiplayer content being paid for when they had no intention of well, producing any more single-player content. As far as I'm yeah. aware, the multiplayer stuff is still going and getting new content. I haven't wow. looked at it. I haven't either. I no. think I keep seeing tweets about, you know, new. this. Yeah, the two new human multiplayer characters. I did okay. see a tweet just recently. Yep. So they are still doing new multiplayer content. So obviously there are people that are still playing the multiplayer game. Yep. Good on you if you enjoy it. That's yeah, great. Yeah, definitely. And there are people that are buying the loot crates for that. But, yeah, just as you said, I think Mass Effect 3 maybe was to help make the DLC for the single-player content. Yeah. But they obviously have no intention in Andromeda of using any of that profit to make DLC to keep Andromeda alive. I mean, does, yeah, that's what – I think that's what really bothers me. It's, yeah, money for no no extra. You want to pay the game yeah, and, and you, then pay you, extras. You buy the new suit of armor and the new weapon today. Yep. And three content patches later, suddenly that's totally out of oh, out wow. of the meta. So they could. Mm. So you've wasted all that money. Now that's an interesting because there was a there was a pattern that Activision patented about um, patent that patented. Oh, the ooh, matching yeah. stuff. Yeah, to match yeah. you with better players. I can players. see that you like playing like a sniper, so I will match you with someone who has got better sniper gear than you've got, so you will be tempted to buy that same gear. Yeah. Because you'll see how well they perform you know, as a sniper. You play against people that are, are, are geared better than you, so that it makes you want to buy so yeah. that you like, create frustration in it. You know, it's that, And yeah. so same sort of thing. Say, say I spend money now on, on in Battlefront 2, I buy all these cards to craft them up for stuff, and then a content patch later... If you even get a content patch, yeah, those yeah. cards are invalidated. They spend more money yeah, to, get, to it. get the new one. And so, if you're free to play, or free to play on a game that you buy sixty dollars for, actually paid sixty dollars. Yeah, you now got to grind it out again. Well, that's mm. the other thing I was going to say. I don't. I actually don't mind that mechanic so much in PVE. So, like, I'm going to use Anthem as an example. Yeah. So, where it's you and a couple of mates playing against the computer-generated world. Yeah. And if you don't want to pay for that extra content, then that's fine. You and your mates can do PVE. Fine. But when it's like Battlefront, which is PvP, yeah, when you okay. as someone who hasn't invested in that is going to suffer in your gameplay experience yep. because the other person has got the I automatically headshot you from across the other side of the map sniper rifle. Yeah. I that's when I start to object to it. And so yeah. I yeah, I like you, I'm going to steer away from those games because I'm not prepared to mm. spend that extra cash. I'm not good enough for those games already in the first place yeah. when they were free yep. and there weren't loot packs for him but now there are loot packs that's made me even worse at them because not only my crap at it but i've got crap gear so i just spend the whole game dead mm, not fun yeah. not fun at all no you lost you lost again again well done you lost again <laughs> that's four in a row how, how long can you keep this losing streak going yeah yeah a long time because i am no good at first person shooters no neither am I. i'd I like know. to be good at them because like that they look. Some of them look great, mm. and some of the Star Wars content and that it looks really good. And I'd like to experience that content, but I think I'll I don't pick up. Want to nah. experience it all dead? 
I'm going to say I'll pick up Battlefront 2 when it goes cheap, but I'm not convinced that they're going to drop the price of it either. If it's going to be like GTA 5, which stay, it stayed as a very high price for a very long time. Okay. Even yeah. today, it's still, I think, I think I, I've still got it on my wish list on Steam because I bought it through um, directly through Rockstar. So it's not on my Steam library. So Steam still sends me, you know, it's on sale kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's still like the $40 yeah. range kind of thing. Yeah, big, obviously is, because that interest is kept it up I'm guessing is why it's like that don't know or they don't care people have invested in it so they're still playing it so the interest is too high yeah I mean if they're making all their, if they're making all their money on on the shark cards on shark cards then yeah. having a few less sales is uh, not that big a deal because well okay here, so <laughs> if they make money on shark cards which is making money off whales people have too much money anyway not too much money that's not fair but they have a lot of disposable income have a lot of disposable income then they don't care that the game is $40 because They've got a lot of money to spend anyway. It's not, not a big deal from them. So Tony Luke's Patreon details. Oh, uh, yeah, start funny. <laughs> start giving us money. Get some of that Patreon money. Yeah, like... Uh, we'll give you snark cards. <laughs> snark cards. <laughs> Each one with its own snarky comments. comments. With every name of every character that is purposely spelled wrong. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be an interesting time in the next couple of years to see. I'll be mean, very interested to see how Anthem turns out. I'm not thinking Anthem's going to be not a loot phrase, loot fest, loot box fest, microtransaction field. You think it is or you don't? I think, think it is. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely tend to agree with you. The, the attitudes that we're seeing from EA, not that EA is like the, the – I mean, it's a Bioware game. I don't know where the line between where you can say Bioware is one thing and EA is something else, but EA's from the other properties are saying that they want to make ongoing money and that's the way it's going to go. Yeah, see, now, Destiny didn't have loot crates, if I recall. Destiny 1? Yeah, Destiny 1 didn't have loot crates. It had just grindy, grindy mechanics, but it was yep. all within your initial purchase price and then they came up with quality DLC that made people want to buy the quality DLC to keep their money coming in the door. So uh, yeah, um, I could be wrong, but it's a, that so that I would imagine that hasn't made that company Bungie as much money as the shark cards have made. Probably Rockstar. not. So that does uh, you you're starting to convince me that Anthem is going to be less like Destiny and have more like the loot crate roulette. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything that there's not a lot of new content for Anthem. I haven't seen a lot of new yeah, information. Yeah, I kind of expected Anthem. that. They'd kind of go silent. Yeah, they'd announce it and then go silent. You yeah. know, because um, otherwise you drive that hype wheel too fast too yes, soon, which and is not good. Burn out. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, when it gets closer, we'll definitely start seeing more. But just their actions on other way they when the community manager gets on Reddit and basically says like, "This is you should you should like this, suck it up, losers." Know? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. That that's their attitude to it. One of the other community managers made a post on on Reddit that may be out of context, but basically blaming people saying they're armchair developers kind of thing. Oh. And it's like, no, I'm not, and I'm, I'm not telling you like that, how to make the game. I'm saying as a consumer, I'm not interested in playing this up the games. Like yeah. As to- a consumer, I would rather pay $140 yeah. for the base game that comes with all the content if you yeah. need to make more money. And I understand that games haven't really gone up that much in price. But de- dev costs and... Have all gone up. Yeah. So my preferred solution as a gamer would be keep the content with one purchase price but up the purchase price to match yeah. the content. It's going to be interesting with Battlefront 2 because 
because it's PvP, it does rely on having a healthy community of yeah, players. Yeah, it does to keep the game going. You know, because yeah. like with Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes that we play, which is a mobile game, which is a, a pay-to-win, you know, you can play free-to-play, but you've got to grind out so much more than people yeah. who pay to win. Yeah. You pay them in playing the game against the whales and having the whales beat you. Yes. And so that keeps the whales interested because they're beating you. So you, you've, you can't get rid of those free-to-play players if they're not making you any money because no. they provide you a service in being targets. But a funny story. Yes. I have been, every time I'm finding a massive, I'm finding a good player yep. that's got no guild, I'm sending them a friend request to get them to join our guild. Ah. And I'm finding that these players that I'm getting absolutely thrashed by yep. because they've got pay-to-win characters haven't logged on for 55 days and 66 days and 71 oh, days. Okay. So even though the whales, they're not whales anymore because if they haven't logged on for that long, they're not paying any money. No. Their kit is still so much better than my free-to-play kit wow. that they're still destroying me. Interesting. Uh, and because, of yeah. course, because they're releasing new kit, that those whales are getting pushed further and further down to the free-to-play bracket yep. because they, they don't have the new stuff. Yep. So the existing whales are now knocking them out of the existing whale bracket. Interesting. So uh, that's, that's only just started happening there. for me. I found okay. that really interesting. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And the guilds obviously kicked them out, which is why they've got no guild because their existing guilds kicked them out because they've been inactive. Yep. But they've still got the great characters with great gear yep. and all the – abilities aided and so they just kick my ass mm, interesting well yeah so i think will will playing battlefront battlefront win without a lot of people playing it can it no i don't think it will whales need, alone, need, the maybe. whales need someone to beat how many, yeah. I don't know how many players you need to have a have a, an active population in a multiplayer game do you need like hundred thousand people do you need ten thousand people well i like, played so star wars battlefront when i first got into it i played one game and there were four people on the map and I thought, wow, this is great. I love this game because there are only four people on the map. I didn't, I wasn't dead all the time. <laughs> but we played three games in a row. Yeah. And by the third game, I thought, four people on the map is not enough. I'm not enjoying it. It's not. Yep. It's not exciting enough. It's just rinse and repeat stuff now. And so, yeah, that's a good example of how you know you do need a good big community. Yeah. Because even though I was starting to win in a game that I can't bloody win in, because mm. there was only know another team of two that I was playing against. And we were winning. Yeah, it did. It then lost that lost its shine after just one after two games. And I wanted a bigger map and more people on the map and more stuff going on. And, yeah. Uh, so I think it does. I think a game does need a good community to keep going. Yeah, yeah. But they can do the server converging. Like World of Warcraft did the same thing when they yep. started losing players. Yeah, they amalgamated servers, so the player community on each individual server mm. stayed high. They so they've got just ways did that, around it. Um, with Star Wars Galaxy, uh, Star Wars Old Republic just did that. Big okay. server merge, chucked yep. down all of them down because there's not, yep. many, not many not enough people play playing anymore. Yeah, you know. Um, oh well, we'll have to just keep our eye on it, see what keeps coming out with this little endeavor into our favorite little hobby. Yes, see how it goes. Yes. All right, another great episode, Tony. Thank you. Thank you, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet.